So we just saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. And last, last night in Soho. Yeah, very cool. Cool yeah. double feature. We'll probably very split cool. these up. So watch them back to back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do first? I'll be honest. I'd rather do Soho first. All right, let's do Soho. Last so, night Soho. Yeah. All right. So, so here we go home. Yes, let's go Soho. with Soho. By the way, when I was in Soho, that was my favorite place to eat in, uh, yeah? in London. Very nice. What did you get? Uh, we went there a couple times. There's, there's, what's cool about it is a lot of little tiny, small, like, you know, little, like, cool like restaurants. This? Yeah, like this. Yeah, we went oh, we're at Charlie's, by the way, yeah. which we haven't been to in a long time. Yeah, I thought it would be cool because uh, last night Soho is the throwback. She goes back to time, and we're going back to time here Indeed. on dinner and a movie for one of our old stomping grounds. Charlie's Kitchen in Harvard Square, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, very cool place. Very cool. Yeah. So last night in Soho, um, uh, I saw, I've seen it twice. I saw it actually uh, uh, the first time I saw it was with Antlers, and I've been wanting to see it again with uh, Annabelle to review on here. So I was right with Antlers. We'll find out here with last night in Soho. So last night in Soho, the reason I wanted to talk about it first is because of my excitement for the movie because uh-huh. I liked it so much I took almost no notes at all uh-huh. because I was so captivated by how awesome this movie was. I agree. I think it's one of the best movies of the year. Yes, it was fun. I, I saw back to back with Antlers and I think it's my two favorite movies of the oh, year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Both very dark. Yeah, very, very dark themes. Both of them. Yeah. And uh, this does a really good job I think of setting you up because it, it starts off Actually, it starts off with some dark elements, but it yes. starts off, it, it really hooks you because you really like the main character. It's element. very Suspiria-like. It is, with the colors. Going into the fashion yeah. and the, like, they, sweet little girl from out of town, like, countryside, and she goes into the big city. And, that, and the big city wants to eat her up. Yeah, that one for me. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Very nice. So, now, I'll say about the burgers. Mm-hmm. I've been here more recently than Neil, and, and I have to say, I am heartbroken that there's no more Hawaiian burger. Yeah, it was our, that was our go-to. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I know that it's like, is it Hawaiian just because it has pineapple? I don't care. They call it Hawaiian burger. It's right. delicious, so that's how I ordered it. I wasn't going to be like, I'm not going to use the word Hawaiian for this burger. Right. Give me that burger with pineapple right. and teriyaki if sauce. I go to, so good. If I go to Hawaii someday, I'm going to just walk around and ask for everything with, uh, with pineapple. I was in Hawaii, and many things happened. Well, there you go. So, so yeah, no more Hawaiian burger. Very sad. So I went with the uh, bacon blue burger. You like that drink? Fries. Oh, no, the pickle. <laughs> you still got like a peppercorn or something. Ooh, watery. Big burger. Watery, watery. That's almost all of the burgers are <coughs> double cheeseburgers. They're thin patties, but but when you put them together, it's like yeah. a monster burger. I like so. a thin uh, patty myself. Last night in Soho, super dark. The beginning is, yeah, she's so cute and likable. Oh, she's adorable. She's adorable. You just want to be like, yeah, you're really so rooting for her. And, you know, we think about the city eating her up. I think they do a really good job with her character 
is really the theme of, the, of what happens to the other character is she seduced in, into uh, into what's going on, and then bam! It, you, once she's into it, then she's trapped, and and, uh, and it's not exactly what she thinks it's going to be. Not at all. I don't know how, where they even want to go with this because I feel like there's some stuff in it that I want to comment on that is like poor stuff. So she gets there very suspicious, like where this, you know. And they set up right away. I do want to say that about her seeing visions of her mom, and apparently it was a problem in the past right. where it but really bothered. And she oh. lies to the grandmother saying she doesn't see her anymore, but clearly she does. And she sees her in a nice place. So mom, mm-hmm. she's living with the grandmother at the beginning in her little. Actually, it's not little. It's this amazing, beautiful homestead. Not like Richie Rich, but very nice. And uh, you learn basically immediately that mom died from suicide. She had mental health problems. And grandma was very concerned for her cute little young granddaughter going into the big city. And the uh, daughter was, she has a full length mirror. And she sees her mother in there. And mother always says, well, my cousin, not scary or anything like that. And her whole room is plastered with all this 50s, 60s imagery. It's, she plays old albums on her record player. She's in the back. Amazing, uh, amazing uh, uh, soundtrack. soundtrack mm-hmm. I love that music. I love that music. I, it was. It was great. And some of the stuff I didn't know, so that was nice. Too. Sure. There's a lot of bacon here. Yeah. I, I didn't that. know the, the song that she's named after, the Eloise song. No. That was good. I really yeah. like it. That character, so there's a villainous character. Yeah. And he is very villainous. I thought he was quite creepy. And now I, I really um, I feel like I have to put more thought into it than even I, I had in the theater because I think. It's interesting to consider this guy and like, what was he really doing in the Triple X Girl House? Right, right. He knows all the ladies. Yeah. But how? His nickname's Hansy. So, yeah. You know, there's. I don't think he's like a totally innocent. You know. What if that's his reputation? Because that's what people see. And she said so. There's the main character, Eloise, and then there's the literally mirror character, Sandy. Set up the movie. Movie. Girl goes to the big city, fashion world, bullies. She moves out into this, like, old lady's house. She's in the top floor room. It's really cool. It's very sexy. She loves it. But she starts having these real weird dreams where it's like she's brought back in time and she's like parallel universe with this beautiful woman who's came to the big city herself and she's just gorgeous and cute and she's like gonna smooth her way into all the everything and she wants to be a singer. Yeah. And at first it's it's wonderful because now she's actually teleported back to the time that she loves and she can like live these experiences and so she's into this and looking forward to it and then quickly you know yeah. they find out the reality of the situation. She even blows up like there's this one also wonderful Yes, he's very he's played very like you really, the, like the, yeah, there's like John. a guy who's kind of like sweet on her and he's so nice and he wants to like hang out, just even hang out with her and she's like, I've got something to do. And all she <laughs> wants to do is go home and go to bed so she can sleep and have these dreams, which is like, uh, that's how into these dreams she is. But then, so in the dream, the woman, Sandy... What's the guy's name? Doctor Who? Doctor Who is going to be... 
I've never watched the Doctor Who show, so I don't know. At all, which is really sad. Not even the old ones. But he's great in it, too, because you can believe him as this guy that, you know, she's in, you know, he seems like he's a good guy, but but he's clearly not. No, he's definitely not as the time goes on. Well, so, Sandy's thinking she's all that. Oh, she's going to make her way. She's going to sing. The guy is, like, whining and dining her for, like, a day, I guess, really. So, only so much whining and dining happens in a day. Yeah. But he's got, like, this closed-down, cool-looking bar place, and it's, like, for special audition. And, uh, and it goes nice, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you find, so she auditions, and she's singing, and she's, like, you know... And there's, so it's Doctor Who and the owner of the place, and they're like, oh, you're hired. So then, so the the girl, Eloise, is watching this parallel world. She's a spectator to it. She'll see herself. So she's in all the mirror reflections. Yeah. Parallel. And they do a good job with that, because it's it's sometimes, um, it is a a reflection. Sometimes it's her watching. Yeah. And not necessarily a complete reflection. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't even always have the same moves. Yeah. So you get it. It's really well done. Yeah, because it's, it's really like, it's, yeah, it's like she's almost there. She's not quite there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's a spectator. Sometimes she's more involved. You know? mm-hmm. So when things transition from the the tryout, where Sandy's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to be a star. And next thing you know, she's working in this kind of like sleazy bar where women are, I'm going to say the women are talented, they can sing, they can dance, yeah. but it's not what she wanted. She thought she was going to be like this. It's almost like a, a burlesque kind of. And so Eloise watching that unfold is horrifying. She's like, no, 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 this isn't what's supposed to happen to Sandy. Like, Sandy was supposed to like go somewhere and be someone, and now she's like, this dive. Like, what the hell? And it quickly goes uh, down from there. And it goes from doing kind of burlesque. And she's well, kind of annoyed by it, but then it... I think there is a good transition into where you're going. I just want to, like, throw in where you get to that. So when Eloise is horrified, she starts to run away. So sometimes she'll kind of, like, take over a little bit. Yeah. She starts to run away, and you see um, Sandy running. And then she kind of turns into Eloise instead. And she's running away from the stage area to like get away from the whole thing. Yeah. And you see her passing all these like backstage rooms. There's like a woman with a dude and she's got like a tourniquet on her arm and shooting herself off. There's like back door, open door, blowjobs happening, all kinds of crazy, you know, stereotypical things that happen and shit, but Sandy did not want a part of that. Right. And then I think Eloise probably wakes up because she wakes up off and on. It's kind of like the story of Sandy when it changes over time in like chapter one, chapter two, and so Eloise wakes up. And then it goes, you know, goes from that point to mm-hmm. then Sandy is uh, is a working girl at this point. And uh, you know, her Jack, Jack is the, the guy who's uh, she thinks her boyfriend, but he becomes, you know, he's really working to become uh, her pimp. And then uh, he offers her up to the to the rich guy. And they do a good job too because she's not because she is a strong character. It's not like she's just uh, you know willy nilly goes into this. They show that you know he really you know. 
Tyler with her, yeah. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. And then, you know, as the movie goes on, I mean, right away, it's, it's sad, but it's really heartbreaking by the end of the movie. It really is. Um, and also to say that it's not just her going to sleep and dreaming. You've got her life, too. So when she becomes entranced by Sandy, she's there for fashion. She starts designing a dress that she saw Sandy, and it's, like, inspired and wonderful and it's getting negative attention from the bully people, whatever. And this relationship is starting to develop with a dude. And she's like, she was kind of like, you know, plain but cute and adorable. Yeah, she's I think they do a good job with her because she's up. not, she's like kind of a little naive, but she's also like as intelligent and, oh, yeah. and, and wants to be an independent and everything. So I think they, it's a really good character. And, and all this stuff where it's, you know, going back and forth between the dreams and her real life, if you would even take the, the stance that this stuff that's happening isn't real. I think it's a really interesting movie about um, about mental health because it's, all these things are really ruining her real life relation. And then there's a really nice uh, when she says, "I just wish I was like everybody else." Because that was a really uh, it was really a poignant line. The nice dude in reality, John. John. And he says, "Oh, I'm glad you're not like everybody else." But he doesn't realize what's going on in her mind. Like she thinks. She doesn't know what to think because her mom had mental health problems. And she starts seeing things not only in her dreams but in reality. And she starts, you know, what effectively is hallucinating and just is losing her mind. Yeah, she almost dabs the bully because she thinks she's one of the ghosts. And the ghosts are really creepy because the, the ghosts of the. Um, of the, uh, the John, yeah. Which I was just going to say, yeah. as soon as you went to say it, it was like, oh, wow, that's so weird that yeah. John, the John John is a good guy. It was interesting watching the second time because I know um, that kind of one of the twists on who the, the uh, older character is, I saw a lot of hints towards it, uh, to it uh, while watching it the second time that I didn't pick up on the first time. Transition of this woman, who I didn't really find very likable, the parallel world woman. I didn't find her very likable, but it's still sad to see her go from this place of dreams. And then she's more likable when you find out at the end. Than she is in the So there's like a scene of Eloise, she's on her bed, and the room is this woman's room. I don't know if we already said that or not. Her room that she moved into is um, Sandy's room from back then. And she starts seeing, was it the night she got the Halloween thing? She starts seeing the ghosty guys? Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit before that. No, I think it was that night, yeah. So she's like on bed. And she just starts seeing like these shadowy figures coming from from the walls, and and it's just so nasty because it's all the shadows of all the guys. And it's creepy like, because the faces are blurred because it, you know it, it makes sense in the in the story because it wasn't you know they just became a blur to her the guys coming yeah, in. They were very creepy, and like they walk up so uh, it's just it's very sad. Which weird is coincidentally um, last night I don't know how I went down this rabbit hole but I ended up seeing uh, part of, it wasn't a documentary it was like a, maybe a series of interviews but it was this guy interviewing this very young lady and she was she was very pretty she had lots of tattoos 
and she was a prostitute. And she was telling her, like, she was like, I think she said she was 23, and she was telling her background story and all the things that happened to her. And, like, one time she was with a guy, and the guy got mad because um, they'd spent their time together, but he talked the whole time. And she's like, she had, and so she's like, I have to go. And he's like, so mad that he started driving his car faster and faster and faster so she had to open the door and like tuck and roll so she got all road rash and she went back to the pimp he's like I don't care go out and work something happened I think he got arrested so she ended up going to the hospital because now she could and they said it's a good thing you did because everything was third degree burns she had to have skin grafts like can you imagine being so badly hurt yeah. And not only, like, it would suck to be so badly hurt and just be in your house, let alone, like, someone say, hey, go out there and fuck dudes. Like, yeah, it's unreal. Like, and that's the shit that goes on in the world. And it's really sad. It's really sad. So, uh, when you're talking about how much we go into, I think maybe we'll keep it, uh, we won't spoil the whole movie mm-hmm. because, um, you know, this didn't have a. This was theatrical release, but it's not like it's a giant hit. And I, I would like people to see it who are watching this and they have not seen it and get a chance to check it out. Because I love it. And uh, uh, the woman who plays the landlord, I think, is fantastic in the yes. movie. Mm-hmm. And I was glad to see. I didn't know when I saw it the first time. I saw a later that she was in um, in Theater of Blood with uh, with Vincent Price. So. It's so good. If you haven't seen that, Theater of Blood, it's probably um, it would be in my top five Vincent Price movies. It's like a mystery movie too. It's not it even is. just a, it's yeah. it is horrific. Like yeah, it's, it's not just horrific because kind of, of things that happen to her, but then like the ghost and the. Because oh, you do have so to figure out who, who these who, who did these things and people are. Um, there's little clues here and there, and then uh, the very ending is really it gets it really surreal with the blending of dreams and reality and uh, other things, maybe. And I think that that's done really well because it just looks so weird, yeah, dreamlike. And, and then I was like, so there's a part you'll know what I'm saying, and hopefully you'll know what I'm saying in the future. Is um, near the very end, when the phone gets picked up, and there's like a request made, and there's a no said. I was I so for part of the movie, I was very conflicted about how do I like. I don't even know how I was supposed to feel. Kind of like they put victims in the place of uh, villains and villains in the place of victims. It was like, is this right? Is this wrong? I don't know. And then, like, near the end, something happens, and I was like, what? Do I feel bad? Do I not? But then it all worked out. Yeah. I know that was very, like... Right. Yeah, that's a great scene. And it, it really flips a lot of what's going on in the movie. It's very... It makes you look, Not necessarily flip, but it makes you look at a different side of everything. Yeah. And anybody who says they would predict that, I think you're probably full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know. But... Even if you do, I, it's a, it was fantastic, really. Yeah, and really. the bullies are, well, especially the main bully, the woman, is, like, she's very hateable, and she does it, she plays it really well, because it seems very real, too. Like, yes. like, you know people like this. But they also don't overdo it. Like, they, no, no, no. Like you said in the beginning, they do spend time building up this main character in her life, which is fine. It's still a good story. But they don't take too much time with the bully. Like, as things start rolling... Yeah, it's a fast-paced movie, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I loved them. Glad you really liked it. I liked everything about it. The music. Uh, I thought all the actors did a great job. Um, and a lot of the music uh, plays well with the scenes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the lyrics are, are really help tell the story. Uh, and you mentioned the one, the creepy older guy, when he starts singing the Eloise song and then there's certain lyrics in it. It's, it's really creepy. And it also, like, it kind of makes, it blends into what's happening in the, in the movie. And it's just all around uh, great. I, I loved it. I would definitely see it a second time, like you I said, because things like that, yeah. like going back and seeing different characters with, a, with the knowing of where it's going to go. It was fantastic. I really love this movie. Yeah, I'm glad you did. So these were two that I saw antlers, and I saw antlers in this, and I, and I really wish that uh, Annabelle was with me both time, and so I'm glad we get to see him. Because I think this is the last week so he's playing anyway. So I'd recommend if you can see in the theater, because it is very visual. Um, and if not, though, um, it's, I don't know if it's on demand or anything now, but things move quickly now. So when it is on, on demand or DVD or Blu-ray or however you watch your movies, I would recommend uh, checking that out. It was wonderful. It's one of the, honestly, it's one of the most original, exciting, artistic, a blend of all the things that I really enjoy in one film I've seen in a very long time. Yep. Yeah, it's on my list. Of, I've been starting. I've been keeping a list of favorite movies this year, so I can remember at the end of the year. And uh, yeah, this is on. So, uh, how many severed heads? Yeah, I don't think it's honestly made me to think of a, um, a negative to me for the movie. I just love everything about it. I can't think of anything about it. I didn't like. At all. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, it, thank you very much. I'm glad. Because I honestly, from the trailer, I was like, Ey. Yeah, I thought the trailer visually looked cool, but I didn't. I couldn't really tell what it's about. Yeah. Um, then there's one trailer that just gives the whole movie away. Really? Yeah. So don't watch that one. But uh, for, so it is a hard movie probably to make a trailer for because I don't you know either show stuff that visually looks cool but might not really represent really all of the movie or you give too much of the movie away. Yeah. Because when I saw it was confusing, but I thought. I actually thought that it would be the girl that the woman Sandy was like trying to possess her or something. I thought she was like evilly manipulating her, but it's not. It's not like that. Yeah, it's it's hard to really explain um, in the trailer, so without giving too much away. Yeah, it's a delicious blend of uh, a ghost movie mystery, just a, a good story on. So that was last night. In Soho. Yes. Highly recommended here in Dinner and Movie. The next movie is Ghostbusters. Dead or out of movie. 